0: July six 2022, it's the for Pedro Show.
1: Who who had you worked with before you worked with Miles and he had the uh, Red and Paul and Philly Joe? Who had you been with before that?
2: Well, you want
3: know the whole string though? <laughs> if you
1: feel <can't>
3: like that. <laughs> yeah, man, let's see.
1: Another, I, I know one thing is for sure and certain. You work with an awful lot of people.
4: Yeah, I did
1: and spread
4: out
1: over a pretty good of time. Yeah. I Seven days without love makes one week.
5: A man can stand on his own two feet. He can't do his job. Can't get to sleep. Seven days without love makes one week. The first day is quiet. Tired of being by yourself Seven days without love Makes one week A man can't stand on his own two feet He can't do his job Can't get no sleep Seven days without love Makes one week One week You're a nervous wreck Ever since she left Another week
1: One week, seven days,
6: seven
0: What for Pedro? Show happy Wednesday, brother Matt.
6: Yeah, back
0: we have the, a good time at brother Vince Giobbe's pad.
6: That was wonderful, man. Right? You got the most righteous spot in town.
0: Well, what he's only a couple blocks from here. Yeah.
6: They <laughs> <laughs> don't have to drive. I don't have to park. <laughs> right. Love, love my neighbors. But
0: the, the, the difference yeah. is, you face way west, so no harbor shot of right. the fucking Hanabi yeah. uh, the firework. Whereas. He has got a rooftop yeah, perch got, where we had three sixty. We could see him off Avalon yeah, and Catalina. Everywhere,
6: everywhere, Long Beach, Avalon, uh, all across Pedro to L.A. Actually, uh, the Pedro Newport. ones over
0: Cabrillo in the background where the strong beach was. Yeah, yeah,
6: strong beach down <laughs> down into O.C. Yeah,
0: and it, then of course there's the uh, civilian ordinance.
6: <laughs> Yeah, there, there was, plenty of that. There that was, was plenty, plenty of that. That was plenty. of fucking the, the civilians what aren't shy. What were you shy? saying? Your
0: buddy said the official ones are thousand dollars a minute. Yeah, yeah. Right. Now, what do you think the civilians are spending? <laughs> yeah, some are forking it up. No, they They're are. not shy. <laughs> <laughs> Just hopefully uh, nobody's house gets yeah. burned up. It seemed
6: like around here it lasts a couple months building yeah. up to it, then a couple months to. Right, get right. Out last of it. night I heard some after-effects. <laughs>
0: Anyway, look. let's talk about we started the show off with John Coltrane talking to August Bloom in 1958 about who he worked with before working with Miles Davis. A little old blurb there, but just to hear John Coltrane's voice. And then we had Ben Vaughn, Seven Days Without Love. Speaking of which, we got all the way from S&M here in California.
2: Brother
7: you know, ben I don't Holland, think I don't I don't, I don't think I've ever I don't think I've ever been played back to back with John Coltrane before. <laughs> Thank you.
0: That's why we wanted you on the show, Brother Ben. We gotta give a big thanks to Howard Wolfen for making the connect too.
7: Yeah. Okay. Howard,
0: Brother Ben, please bring your earliest musical recollection.
7: Wow. Well, I grew up in New Jersey, in Camden, New Jersey, and when I was Walt six Whitman
0: years, is Walt Whitman is buried there. His last pad was there.
7: That's true. That is true. I Walt visited Whitman. it. Oh, did you? Yeah, yeah. It's, yeah, the it's, park
0: ranger. Me, man, he looks so square John and shit. But it just taught me not to judge people. After he gave his spiel downstairs, we we're gonna go upstairs. And he looks at me and he goes, "Now you grab that handrail as we're going up, because you know his DNA's in that handrail."
2: Whoa,
7: whoa. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, so, Camden. so Camden. Camden you grew yeah, up. Yeah, Camden. Camden, interesting town. Uh, RCA had That's about. Right about 25 buildings in camden and they pretty much owned that city it was a company town and everyone in my family on both sides of my family worked at rca victor which became or victor which became rca camden and one of those people was my my uncle who was a rock and roll nut in the 50s and when i was six years old he worked at the pressing plant at rca and they they were allowed to take free records when they left the building at the end of the night. And he picked up a Dwayne Eddy record and brought it home and Dwayne gave it Eddie. to me. Right? Yeah. All twisting right. and, tr- twisting you know and
0: twang. I, I do recall seeing a bunch of old Campbell Soup buildings, too. Maybe they were in Camden also.
7: They were. The world headquarters and the factory, yeah. Okay. Yeah.
0: So maybe it's better working at the record plant than the soup
7: plant <laughs> unless you need a buttload <laughs> of salt <laughs> exactly so, so st- that's
0: what you remember first is Dwayne Eddy that's a great memory though
7: yeah he gave me this record this it was, it was before the Beatles you know so I was a rock and roll nut I was really young obviously six years old but I I listened to that Dwayne Eddy record probably about you know a thousand times before the Beatles appeared on Ed Sullivan so I was confused that people sang you know like oh people sing too because Dwayne Eddy is you know, instrumental yeah, but,
0: music. absolutely.
7: <laughs> but I, I was uh, a rock and roll fanatic from you know right right away. And Camden is right across the street, across the river from Philadelphia, and yeah, and do and that Ben and, Franklin Bridge. Yep, exactly, exactly. I used to walk over that bridge and go into Philly.
0: I got to tell you, when you get to the Pennsylvania side, though, that that sculpture with the lightning bolt going to the it's kind of new it's it's kind of
7: bunk too
0: <laughs> i think well, there's a mothball fleet in philly too oh. yeah I don't, think, of I don't think i don't think
7: our sculptures new anymore that's probably 40 years old at this point oh, okay. but but still controversial like is it good art or not
0: man it's <laughs> kind of bunk
7: <laughs> yeah yeah
0: you know it's maybe a little too literal or i don't know what it, public art is a tough thing we got a thing here in pedro with a guy coming down from a Jacob ladder to get a guy out of the water, and the guy's gonna let go of his life jacket. I thought that's pretty bitch. It's yeah, for the yeah. merchant marine, but but wow. public art, you know, usually it's a giant paperclip in front of a bank or some shit. Yeah. So, okay, <laughs> in the pad you grew up, Ben, was there musical instruments? Was your brother rocking the guitar?
7: No, uh, no music in my house at all. Um, okay, I was. Me,
0: what about what about grade school? Uh, uh, the choir, the marching band, shit like
7: that. No, I started playing drums when I was 12 in a, in a garage band where we played Louie Louie, and we didn't do it ironically. <laughs>
0: of course not. Well, it's we actually beca- a Calypso song, right, Richard Berry?
7: Originally, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Sailor's going to get
0: back on the boat. Liberty's over.
7: Yeah, what was the he's, first
0: record you bought with your own money?
7: Uh, Twist and Shout by the Beatles. Yeah,
0: that's one of uh, John Amples's, uh favorite bass lines. No, Going oh, to the Go-Go. Make- yeah, James Jamerson. So. Isley Brothers' Twisted Shot, right? Yeah. But Oh, no, you said Beatles, right? Yeah, I'm the Beatles. Wrong. I'm yeah. wrong, I'm wrong. <laughs> uh, I think it's Ringo's birth- birthday tomorrow. Is it really? He would be like- tomorrow, like he's in his 80s now, right? Tom Watson, I know, is tomorrow. He turns 6-0. Right Tom on. Watson. Yeah, i played with him now 21 years. Pitching. Yeah. Wow. Much respect. So, uh, and what was the first gig you saw, Ben? Uh, the Four Tops. Yeah. Right on. Great, man. And one of the... Uh, um, I think the longest band now standing with the original, because because ZZ Top lost uh, Billy, yeah, yeah, uh, Dusty, Dusty Road, yeah. and so that's never changed a member.
2: Wow. Yeah.
7: So, yeah. The, the band
0: uh, lives on, but like you'll have like one cat, the yeah, assist, like, assistant hair tech or something.
7: Yeah. Well, it's it's usually and the drummer is always the son of one of the original members. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's right. <laughs> Although with uh, Van Halen, it was uh, his the guitar man. Yeah. They kicked him out for playing with Sammy, uh, Mike Anthony, right? I think he's playing with Sammy. Uh, okay, so how did you, you, said you got into playing drums with this garage band, but what, what of all the instruments to play, why drums?
7: Um, I was um, watching some guys rehearse, and their drummer didn't show up, and they said, why don't you get back there and, and, and bang around and see what happens, and I immediately, uh, it was weird, because I'd never played drums before, but we were playing last time by the Stones, and I just started playing drums, and and they said, "Wow,
0: Charlie Watts." You,
7: yeah, do you want to do you want to do a gig with us? So um, they would—I didn't even own a drum kit. They they would take this other guy's drum kit because he had a girlfriend and disappeared from the scene and left his drums there. So they Don't would he. Yeah, they would cart this drum kit around, and I would show up, the twelve-year-old kid. You know, they were older, and I would play drums, and every now and then they would let me come out from the drum kit and sing. Wine, wine, wine. <laughs> you know, you get a nickel. I'll get it. We'll go. And I'm like, you know, for a twelve year old kid, it's <laughs> like get a
0: wine spodiote.
7: Yeah, man. yeah. But a twelve year old kid singing about getting drunk. Yeah, I know. Novel, I know. You know okay, it, 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 it was, it was a novelty, and uh, and the crowd always went nuts. And I thought, wow, I should probably get out front. I should learn how to play guitar and get out front.
0: Either you know? that, or an accordion. Do a weird Yankovic thing. Well, <laughs> Actually, yeah, it's well, Yankovic people that they, they don't know about the little V over the C. You know, but <laughs> you come to Pedro, we can educate you. <laughs> uh, so, okay, so you're fucking doing gigs at 12 years old, and you're kind of the yuck yuck act, but you're, you're learning how to play by playing.
7: Yeah, and also learning how to keep people on a dance floor because we played dances and they told us if you don't get people on a dance floor we're not going to invite you back so my earliest days were playing a lot of just danceable songs and philly was a big dance town because of american bandstand and everything that's right it still is a big dance town that's right. and and do up was and uh, like the mashed potato and all that kind of stuff that, that that stuff was still all over the place even going into the psychedelic 60s you still when you played a gig you had to play you know, let stomp by Bobby Comstock and the Counts, which you may not be familiar with. But if you yeah, grew up I in my remember area, that. yeah, if you grew up in my area, that's like people think that was a number one hit record around the world, and it wasn't. It just was played constantly in on Philly radio. So it really had a good background. Uh, Philly was a great place to grow up because soul music. You know, uh, Gamble and Huff.
0: I was going to just say there was a soul. The Temps had what was that? Play, uh, Cloud Nine. There was a, there was a kind of cross between psychedelic and soul. Right
7: there, I there think was. It's yeah. It's called
0: S- Solid Rock, the album. It's, yeah, it's Great. So, you open it, it up, and it's a picture of the producer.
7: <laughs> Good old days, right? <laughs> Boy, I, I I wish that happened with me. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Look, but I want to play something from you. This uh, M Motor Vehicle, okay?
8: Baby, won't you ride a me? I got a 1965 Rambler American baby. Aren't you impressed? Sure, I can have a dice 280Z, but I'm not like all the rest. I got a mama motor vehicle. I got a mama motor vehicle. I got a motor vehicle. Yeah. I got a motor vehicle, baby. Won't you rival mama Me? Woo! You're gonna flip when you see that highway line rolling by through the hole in the floor. Come on and hop in the passenger side, baby, but make sure you really slam that door. I got a mama mama motor vehicle. 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 I got a mama mama motor vehicle, baby, won't you ride with mumma me?
0: For Pedro show that chunk of music. It started off Ben Vaughn and Motor Vehicle. Am I pronouncing it right? Is it M Motor or is it Mordu Motor? Um, M Motor Vehicle. Okay, yeah, uh, the yeah. What's that uh, dialect called, brother Matt? Uh, Gack. Gack. <laughs> here in Speedrow, we got yeah that kind of dialect. I think that's what they were doing with the My Generation, right? They're on the blues, Sophie and shit, and then Bob printing brand new from there. DC area, just corporate. This, this band's been around 40 years. They've recorded like six, 7,000 songs and they've only done five gigs. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, kind of a Dan thing. And that Agnes Stack out of Texas with Backward Flow, Gebidon. brand new out of Athens, Georgia. This is Mike Patton, not the Faith No More, well, he wasn't even original then, them, but um, a Mr. Bungle, right? Now, this is the Mike Patton from the middle class who produced the Adolescence record. And he's, he moved to Athens, Georgia and he started, new. he got back into the new- He was running the Orange County bus system oh, for wow. like 30 years. Wow. Raised a family, now it's time to get back, uh, back to bass and singing. He used to sing for Eddie and Subtitles, uh, Girls in Synthesis, brand new, Enveloped, uh, out of Germany. God dog. Lady Neptune, brand new, Wit. Day Mary, a brand new La Nueva Era. XV, not brand new, but all ladies. Weights on. Uh, this is brand new. Lamb Predanto and Mark Stewart, a singer of the pop groups and Italian cats. A tune called Lo-Fi Waste. And now the title unknown is here, but it was an improv thing at the Chapel of the Chimes in Oakland, California a couple weeks ago. And it was Carl Stone, Paul Drescher, Joel De- DeVell. And I got to tell you, Carl Stone... Stone had a show on KPFK in the 70s here called Imaginary Landscapes, Friday Nights. I got turned on to all kinds of trippy music. Named after, uh, what was that guy's name? Oh,
7: John Cage. John, John Cage, Cage. yeah. yeah. The, the,
0: that imaginary Landscape is the name of one of his pieces. Then finally, Ben Vaughn. Daddy's gone for good. Okay, so what was this band called where well, you were the drummer, man? You were the star, the younger... Uh, what do they call it? Benjamin, like a little guy right in the band, the
7: junior. We were called the Derlicks.
0: <laughs> so the drunk tune fit, right? Okay.
7: But so, we spelled but we spelled it with L I C K S, you know, licks, you know, <laughs> well, Yeah.
0: So, so 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 how does that? How many years do you play with them, Cassie
7: well, we kept changing our name. Um, you know, uh, we, we changed our name to Tomato for a while, and uh, we, had, we had two drummers and, you know, kind of went through the hard rock, tried to be hard rock, but I wasn't the right guy for that. I just have never been because my whole thing began with swing, swinging the beat, you know. And, and Dwayne so, Eddy. Yeah, Dwayne Eddy and the twist and all that kind of yeah, stuff. Yeah. So um, I, I realized that my, my talent was an older art form you know like the more you know um, anachronistic uh, rock and roll so the 70s were not i didn't know what to do in the early 70s um so i kind of i dropped out i wasn't playing with anybody and i was writing songs but i wasn't showing them to anybody because I, I didn't okay know
0: they- let me understand here you were are you still playing the drum set there are schlepping around or did you get your own
7: Oh, I switched over to guitar by the time I was 15. Oh,
0: okay, okay, okay. Because I was wondering, no, I'm really interested in that. Guys writing songs on drums. You know, Chico <laughs> Hamilton couldn't get songwriting credits.
7: Well, that's why, I, and he should, because his drumming is obviously compositional. <laughs> totally. But, uh, amazing. Um, but I um, I learned how to play guitar so I could write songs. Now, that was why learn? I learned.
0: How did you learn, and what was your first guitar?
7: Well, again, I didn't own an instrument. Uh, I, my, the household I grew up in, my, my dad said, until your grades get better, you're not allowed to have a musical instrument in the house. <laughs> <laughs> and I was a hoodlum, and and getting good grades meant I would lose status as a hoodlum. Right. You know. Right. So, so talk about conflict, teenage conflict. Right. Like, right. Like you know, the hoodlums, the play. hoodlums admire yeah. me, uh, but I'm not allowed to have a guitar because I, you know, if I get good grades, I lose the, you know, so like I. I every day after school there was a department store called Corvettes on the East Coast and they had up in the appliance department they had a rack of like five silver tone acoustic guitars silver tone yeah are and the, Dan the
0: electros that were made for Sears
7: yeah they had those too Little and case, yeah the case, amp in yeah. the case yeah yeah but they also had um songbooks up there and a friend of mine wanted to learn how to play lead guitar so we would go up there every day after school and he would teach me how to play rhythm so he could practice lead on top of my rhythm.
2: Yeah.
7: And every day for about a year, we went up there. And the woman who ran that department, I'll never forget her, her name was Grace. Yeah. And she, she thought we were the cutest thing she had ever seen. You know, these two 15-year-old kids coming in every day trying to get good on the instruments. She was uh, like really a, a great person. And uh, by the end of that year, you know, I'm playing in front of audiences on guitar.
0: Now, in a way, yeah, like kind of loaning out their stuff
7: to you. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
0: That's so bitchy. Other dudes were like, you either buy it or you get the fuck out.
7: (laughs) Yeah, yeah, and um, it was really funny because, you know, my dad, he heard me playing guitar once. Somebody brought a guitar over and he heard me playing and he got mad because he realized that I I went behind his back and learned how to play.
0: (laughs) Do you remember the first gig you played on guitar?
7: Uh yeah, I do. I do. It was a ironically it was a a dance for Smart Set which was an anti-drug program for teenagers and we did speed before we went on stage. Yeah, so of course. <laughs> of course without saying and they were like and we were st- we were still playing I said you know the dance is over and no one's here and we're like we we, we, just, we just want to keep playing yeah, all right. keep, going. keep <laughs> it going keep <laughs> it going so would you call that gig a success well internally <laughs> yes uh, in my mind you know uh,
0: i'm interested in the material were you writing songs yet
7: uh i was but we weren't playing them we were doing um Oh man, I forget what we were playing like canned heat songs. I think, right, of course, because you know, ba-da-na, 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 you know, you do that for fifteen minutes. You know,
0: <laughs> going out to the country, we were talking about that, right? it's got flute going through the whole fucking
7: thing. I know, I know. You and know, the
0: dude, he's like this blue scientist from Boston,
7: right? The Alvoy. Exactly.
0: yeah. He died almost, in a conch sack I, in topanga eat too many downs
7: I so, saw canned heat once and yeah. uh, back back in like 1969 I guess it was and Larry Larry mole did not show up oh uh, the bass man? yeah Larry Taylor who I was the guy I wanted to see
0: well uh, yeah 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 we just lost him a couple
7: times. yeah that guy was amazing he was
0: he was uh, Tom wait's right hand man for a long time you know, yeah because I play with Steve Hodges the drummer on uh rain dogs and stuff, and he told me oh, about yeah. his thing with Larry. It was very close.
6: Yep.
7: Yeah, he also, uh, Larry played with uh, John Mayle, too. There oh, some yeah, great oh,
0: players. yeah. Shit, who did
7: not play with John Mayle? I think we did. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't remember. I might have.
0: <laughs> A lot of dudes in the England blues rock thing did. God damn. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, big time, big time. So uh, what happens after high school? Do you, do you want to pursue... Music in an education mode, or
7: learn by no, doing. No, what, what what happened with me is I graduated high school in 1973, and like Aqualung and Emerson Lake and Palmer and Edgar Winter Group, all that kind of stuff was happening, yeah. and I couldn't I couldn't relate to it. You know, keyboard. Yeah, keyboards in Prague, and and I and the you know the time signatures were too complicated for my brain. Yeah. You know, and so I dropped out. Of playing live and what I did is that's when I started listening to country records and blues records and jazz and I went into self-education mode for a few years there where I just hibernated and I listened to where all my favorite music originally came from and worked my way back which was, a, a, you know, looking back that was a really smart move Yeah, Uh
0: and get caught up in the trend, go for what feels right
7: Yeah, yeah and now I had an education. I had like an arsenal of uh, knowledge. So when I would write songs, there were chord changes that made me feel good, or certain licks on guitar, or lyrical phrases. Like I really got into country music, Roger Miller, and all that stuff. Oh yeah. And also, you road. know, I was also, yeah, and I was also because um, because you know uh, when I was in high school, my favorite records were the Flamin' Groovies and the MC5 and the Stooges. You know, okay. <laughs> and. That was all done by 1973. They had right, all burned right. out, and all that was left was like dinosaur rock. And I couldn't—I just couldn't—I didn't have a feel for it. You know, I didn't hate it. I just didn't have a feel for it. Sure, sure. As a musician.
0: And you know what? We're at the end of the first hour, July 6, 2022 edition. What Pedro show special guest Ben Vaughn. Hold that for hour two. July 6. 2022, it's the second hour of the Wat Pedro Show.
9: sang in the street for many years and I would not rule it out from my future. We sang Wonderwall. We sang Desire. Oh, what?
5: To hide The love you feel inside Just wear it on your sleeve So she can see it and believe If you lay it on the line She'll be yours in time I know I'm repeating myself, but Wayne Fontana was wrong He was wrong Wayne Fontana was wrong so Though I love his song Wayne Fontana was wrong, he 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 was wrong, so 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 wrong, so
0: wrong. What from Pedro Show, we started off the second hour with Ben Vaughn and Dean Wayne, He's New Jersey, right?
7: Uh, Yeah, well, New Hope, PA, which that's is That's right. right, right
0: across the river from Lambertville. Yeah. I just got to yeah. play New Hope for the first time. There's yeah, Ben and whatever, not Ben and Jerry, but it's, uh, it's a, 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 a John and Paul or something. A club from John, the 70s, yeah.
7: John and Peters. John and, and love, Peters,
0: that's right. I'm so sorry.
7: I love that place. It, it is, it's it's like 1970, it died, like, it's like they they haven't, Changed anything in that club since 1974. <laughs> like they still have stained glass and, and like wicker. That's you know?
0: right, that's right. <laughs> I was just there a couple months ago and across the river, Lambertville, that's where Bob Lee's from. Oh. Put all his drums in a yeah. station wagon, just came out to Cali, no, no, oh. no like lure or anything. Huh. I'm just going to go there and read the recycler and find a band. He found that's... Joe Dean and Crossby Then we had uh, Ben Salter out of Tasmania with Desire, Sam Lockward out of Iowa City, not you. Organs, brand new out of uh, Ireland with stones. Blood Quartet, brand new out of Barcelona. Angel of the Odd. Chat, chat, chat pile. Chat pile. With Y, that's brand new. uh, Medicine Singers, brand new. My Brother, a lot of brand new shit. Ray Shin, brand new. Long Beach Loop. And finally, probably not brand new, Ben Vaughn. Wayne Fontana was wrong.
7: That is brand brand new. It is brand new.
0: So, people, we had a big block of music there that's all brand new. (laughs) Okay, let's continue on the journey. All the self-study you were doing.
7: Yeah, um, and I really got into, you know, Lead Belly, and um, and I really got into jazz, like uh, deep into jazz. And and then, I guess, around the... the, mm, I also taught myself how to play mandolin and banjo. I really, got, I really got into bluegrass. I have played harmonica since I was a kid, like blues harmonica, which, which is great if you're playing in a biker bar. <laughs> Be, because right, right when they're about ready to kick your ass, if you play the blues, the next thing you know they're buying you shots. You know, it's it's, it's like it's it's instant.
0: Speaking of can't he, Bob Height, the big man, right? Everybody thought that captain. Beefheart song, give me that hop, boy. Mm. Ain't no fat man They thought it was about him, but if you read the Mike Barnes bio book on the cabin, he had a fucking blowout, a dually with Little Walter in the head at the whiskey.
6: Oh, oh, man. And that's
0: what the tune's about. Nothing to do with Bob Hyde. Wow. So if you meet uh, somewhere in in the future, uh, Little Walter, have that harp (laughs) with you, Ben (laughs) (laughs) Ron. Because <laughs> it ain't no fat man story. <laughs> okay, so you learn all this stuff, but you're man alone. You're not playing with any cats.
7: That's right. Um, just kind of getting together with some people, but not doing any gigs. <clears throat> and then when Punk showed up, I was like, Oh wow! Th- you know, three chords, we're back. You know. And I really, lo- I was a huge rockabilly fan, so I liked the Cramps a lot right away. I loved yeah. the Cramps
0: songs and heard I- Todd.
7: <clears throat> yeah, and then I heard the first Suicide album, and that. And, oh um, yeah. That Frankie completely Teardrop is
0: one of the most, ta- still I get shivers from Frankie Teardrop.
7: Oh man, amazing. And I became friends with Alan Vega. We recorded together. We made a record together. Is that uh, right?
0: I got to meet him once. He opened for the Stooges when James Williamson came on board and he was so beautiful to me.
7: Oh, uh, really nice guy. You know, he and told me for- he was an
0: artist and he saw Stooges and he said, man, I want to sing in a band.
7: Yeah, That's true. That's true. Um he How'd you he, meet him? I was um, at a club in New York City in the early 80s with a girlfriend, and she knew that I was a suicide fanatic. And she went to use the ladies' room and ran into Al- and spotted Alan Vega in the crowd. So she told him, wait here, don't go anywhere. I'm going to bring somebody back who-, who you need to meet. And she grabbed me and just pulled me over and, like, pushed me into him. <laughs> and said, this is Ben Vaughn, this is Alan Vega, you guys need to know each other, and he was so nice.
0: You know what's really bitching, Ben? You were saying, like, you couldn't relate to that Prague stuff instead, and so you're teaching yourself uh, bluegrass and all this, but then you're a big suicide man, it's just Martin Rev on the little cart- yeah. uh, Keep. so yeah, but uh, he- I think uh, deep down <clears throat> in your foundation, music is music, and you're not really into genre.
7: Well, yeah, that's really true. And also, suicide. You know, everything was basically one chord. Right, right. Get
0: a
2: and
0: more that's more. what I re- I
7: related to that repetition. You know, kind of blue. Yeah, you know, and and I liked experimental music a lot, like music concrete and all that. Like I really went deep during my research years, and I you know I really got into uh, uh, Terry Riley and all that stuff because oh, that, yeah. that was. Um, not pretending to be rock music, you know. So it was, I like the repetition. I like the hypnosis. I like I like music that just kind of stays on one chord and the intensity builds. Velvet Underground, you know, um, because of the repetition. I really like that a lot. So Suicide to me was uh, a, a revelation.
0: Yeah, yeah. So when the punk movement comes, you make a band?
7: Uh, eventually, yeah. I started playing drums in a punk band in Philly called the Sick Kids. Okay. And we would open for the Cramps every time they came down from New York, and uh, we were we were uh, I don't know if we were popular. People would leave while we were playing, and we, we and we thought that was a good thing. Yeah. <laughs> Success. Exactly. <laughs> like how many people are out on the sidewalk now? Twenty. Awesome. Yeah.
0: Now, did Sick Kids <laughs> record?
7: We did. We did. Uh, produced by Lux and Ivy. Actually. Wow. We, we cut some stuff in '81. I think it was. And then um, I started showing my songs to people finally and I got a really good reaction and Marshall Crenshaw recorded one of my songs and that put me on the map and I was able to quit my job as a landscaper and, uh, and go full-time, you know?
0: And so what do you do? But, but not on drums, right? Guitar and singing?
7: Yeah. 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 Okay.
0: And, and what was that band called? Just the Ben Vaughn band?
7: The Ben Vaughn Combo.
0: Ben Vaughn ben Combo.
7: That rolls right off the tongue.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And do you remember the first Ben Von combo gig?
7: I do. Um, it was at Folk City in New York. Yeah. Bob Dylan. Yeah. Yeah. And we played um, 1983. And I got mentioned in the New York was Times. Was it Folk City uh,
0: or was it Folk
7: City West? Uh, Folk City, it was just called.
0: Okay, because they made another one called Folk City West, and that was the first time Minutemen played in New York City it was nineteen eighty three a place called Folk City West.
7: That would have been the same place because there were two. Lo- yeah, you're, that was the second location. That might right, have been. Right. It might, that might have been referred to it that way. Yeah. Oh, then you play. You, then you know. I got uh,
0: more Alzheimer than you, but I will trust you.
7: I was, I was just going to ask, bet, you know, the, I'll bet the Minutemen, you must have played Folk City the night after City Gardens in Trenton. Because that's usually yeah, of course, but well, we
0: were with Black Flag, and they, uh, what was it called, Great Gildersleeves or something? And Alan Gisberg came to the gig and was foaming on Hank and shit. And then we had our own gig the next night, and that was at Folk City West.
7: Wow, wow, yeah. But that was my first gig, and, and I got written up in the New York Times the next day. Oh, great. So I that was when I quit my job as a landscaper.
0: And did you go on tour?
7: Uh yeah, we toured constantly in the 80s um, up until right around well going into like 1990. And at uh, this
0: time you're living in
7: Philadelphia? Uh yeah, New Jersey in Camden. In Camden. Cross, okay. across, the river. across the river. And um, the um my records did okay in America on the college radio circuit, but they did really well in Europe in Spain and France and Italy. So I I started touring over there more than I did in America at that point, going, like going back. There was then. a lot of
0: that going on in the eighties.
7: Yeah, it was, gr- it was great because bands like the flesh tones right. or, you know, or, or, or Alex... fuzz
0: tones or just somebody yeah. who couldn't get a crowd <laughs> here. They could do really well over there.
7: Yeah. And, and also Alan Vega was a star there, yeah, absolutely. you know, and um, Alex Jilton and Jonathan Richmond, the usual suspects. I, I was right in there with them, you know, as, as a, uh, my record sold well over there. I would go over there and appear on TV and all all that jazz. So that was that's what I was doing. Cool.
0: Thank you very much, man. Now it's time for brother Matt to bring his spin
6: cycle. <laughs> <laughs> and now here we go with little spin cycle.
10: this old life Sometimes you wish old life didn't have to go
6: That's it, JD Pinkus wrapping up some spin cycle,
0: we brother had, Matt. Uh,
6: yeah, we did it. What did That's you? Why did you time. bring
0: what you brought?
6: Well, it, it, it had something to do with Ben Vaughn, I could say. Uh, he had bluegrass. Yeah, had some bluegrass comments. So got some Billy Strings in there, and had some Jonathan Hall with the motorcycle black Madonna. Right. Had a Bon Bon in there because right, I Bieber. saw Paloma at your gig the right. other night and had such a cool chat with her that was off a of Spike. At the Browery West. Yeah, Quintron was in there. That was cool. You guys Brother rocked Quintron. it. That was really bitching. Thanks for that. Uh, okay, kind of,
0: <laughs> getting more together we need a little more practice. But probably the best sound we've had in that. Oh, yeah, yeah. So yeah, thanks cool. to the sound man,
6: Dan. Dan did a great job. And finally... Oh, JD Pincus wrapped it up. That's right. Yeah, because it was a banjo man. Banjo,
0: psychedelic banjo. You got the banjo. witness at the Dean.
6: Yeah, yeah, it was great. He had the killer visuals going on behind him and all the pedals running through his banjo. He was righteous.
0: Thank you much, brother. Ben. We're at the end of the second hour, uh, July 6, 2022, what Pedro Show. Hold tight for our two. <laughs> July 6, 2022, it's the third hour of the What for Pete real Show. When
1: well, I'm driving in my car... dancing like an angel,
11: she took me by the hand and told me everything,
1: you're the only one in this world.
5: It's a beautiful day Today And tomorrow is gonna be The same way There ain't nothing Bothering me Now that I'm living In my own reality The telephone rings But I don't worry When I'm on the move I don't hurry Time and trouble Mean nothing to me Now that I'm living In my own reality In my own reality There's plenty of room for you and me In my own reality We will forever be free We will forever be free
0: What for Pedro Show, we started the third hour off Ben Vaughn doing Looking for a 7-Eleven. Uh, Crane from Idaho, you Pimp. Living in Paradise. Hey
6: Crane.
0: Yeah, Port Sunshine out of Hamburg. Or Veto. Kirk And then Went Live in San Francisco from last month. This uh kind of a tribute band, right? Einstein's and the Noi Beatles. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: You <laughs> guys were just set up on the
0: street. People were like, you yeah. showed me the video. I took the audio I had. To. And then uh, Al Margolis out of uh, Chester, New York, with the uh, Imp. These monkey or if bawana And finally, in my own reality, Ben Vaughn. So tell me about this new stuff, Ben.
7: Well, I recorded, I'm playing all the instruments on it. Uh, it's it's one of those one man band records. I well, was really. Okay.
0: I, I'm curious about because I know about some that are really famous. You know, people like Dave Grohl and Stevie Wonder and Prince. What was your process? What was first?
7: Well, you know, it's interesting. My 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 inspiration, like when I first started messing around with uh, with recording, a friend of mine, this is like in 1970 or 71. He had a four track reel to reel, which was a big deal, yeah. you know. And but he wasn't a musician, so he asked me to come over. And play all, play all the instruments so he could learn how to engineer. Ah! And so my my earliest experience as a you know someone in a recording situation was a one man band thing, and we were really into that Dave Edmonds record that came out. Sure. Yeah. That had um, I hear you knocking on it. He's Everybody playing everything. A hit with that. Yeah, and he's playing all the instruments on that record, and it's really pretty far out. I listened to it again recently, and it's really weird. <laughs> but, but what what came first with you? Was it the drums? Uh, I, I lay down the drums. Because I think for, well, that's I, the
0: way those three guys I mentioned, I think that was their process. The drums were first.
7: Well, no, actually what I do is I lay down uh, acoustic guitar and a vocal, and then I play play to that because I always want to be making sure that I, I remember what song I'm playing. you i know? <laughs> <Good> Because <boy. laughs> I'm, I'm sure you know this. You've been in yes. enough situations where you're laying down a bass line to maybe just the drums, and about a half hour later you're like, Okay, what song is this? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you lose you lose your perspective really fast, right? Right. You know? right,
2: right
7: and you're so, just trying to you're trying to perfect like eight measures. You and know that
0: guitar is going to be a keeper or is it a scratch?
7: Uh, it's a scratch because yeah. it's it's on one mic. It's just guitar, acoustic guitar, and vocal. Okay. And um, so I'm playing along to the song at all times, and I always always that I'm Doug Clifford of uh That's
0: like, I had him on the show. I asked him about, you know, what was with the 18-inch hi-ass. He said, I thought the credence needed a little more tone. Mm-hmm. They used a lot of the eighth notes. <laughs> now, I recorded with Greg Sarnier. He had fucking 20, 21 inches. He, in fact, they had to have holes in the bottom one because they wouldn't close. You know. But anyway, okay. Wow. wow. So where was it recorded? Do you have a, a studio in your pad?
7: I do. Uh, what happened is I would written... Uh, a a batch of songs and I was getting ready to go into a a studio, like a real studio with musicians backing me up and then COVID hit and I I have a home recording studio that I don't I hadn't used that much, I hadn't really tested it out in a long time you know, so I, I did some repairs and then I just started cutting these songs playing all the instruments and I really got into it and there were no distractions because it was the early days of lockdown so no one was coming over, and I wasn't going out. Lots of focus. It was an incredible amount of focus. Like, you know, hours like that I probably would have not had the opportunity to spend that you know, in that focused of a manner.
0: Sounds like the lemonade maker story. There's a prod here in Pedro that would have <clears throat> never happened without that situation.
2: It should really? It to go
0: you sometimes. Yeah. I want to play here. Uh, I'm sorry, but so is Brenda Lee
5: when you're young you do what you think you're supposed to up in the sky reaching down to guide you.
11: Service And the people made me nervous So I asked the sergeant why they made me come He said, do just what you ordered I or will have you drawn and quartered You're a lousy, commie, peace, creep, hippie bum He said, are you now perverted Or a Quaker unconverted Do you think you'll make the army your career? I said I think I'll pass this one of cause I've never held a gun up and I've never quite perfected how to smear Just be more No more life I know. Ostracize my fatal flaw. He said, Don't you know berating and good mastermind abating? Have become the fashion and indeed the law. He said, Words to be propulsive must be clammy and repulsive, or at least be mentioned more than once by Freud. I said thanks for that appraisal, but I think a few more days will find me hungry still but gainfully employed. Just be more. So I know
5: the bro make me cry. I must be
2: too sensitive
5: for this world. I don't think I can last until these bad times pass. I must be too sensitive
0: For Dude. <laughs> Last music for this edition. I'm sorry, but so is Brenda Lee, Ben Vaughn. Then we had Screepers, Papers, Blessed and Highly Favored, The Soft White Underbelly, which uh, people know the blois to Cope might guess was a former, this is a different singer and bass player, but a uh, former incarnation. The uh, Electro Sessions and Demos, Rational, Passional. I think Richard Meltzer might have wrote the words. And finally, Ben Vaughn, Too Sensitive for This World. So when you went to do the one-man thing on these songs, you had a batch written already? You had demos?
7: Uh, not demos. Um, I, you know, they were in my head. Um, I write in my head. I don't write with an instrument in my hand. I write when I'm either walking or driving my car.
0: Do you use, like, a, a little tape recorder or, or your leash with a memo mode or something?
7: Um, what I used to do is call go to a payphone and call my machine and yes. sing the song into my machine.
0: That's Econo. I love that.
7: <laughs> yeah. And, and now with the cell phone, you can just, you know, the voice memo now.
0: Right, right, right. And, uh, but, yeah. Because, man, but, but, they're but, gone, right? They leave. <laughs> they don't come quote the Raven.
7: <laughs> oh, they really do. And when I listen to the recordings back a few weeks later, I'm, I don't even remember writing it. I'm like, what the fuck? Like, so so, and I, so and like,
0: does the music come first, then the words? Do you have a notebook
7: of words? No, they come at the same time. It's re- it's pretty weird. Um, you mean they inform they come each the... other? Yeah, yeah. Well, I usually uh, come, I, I I usually start with a title, and then walk oh, backwards? You do. I... that's what. I, why? Really? Yeah, it's yeah, a good. You're w- like you're one of the great only dudes. I know that they always put the titles on last. No, no, I start with it because what am I serving? Right. Abs-
0: with me, yeah, I need a focus. Yeah.
7: Yeah, what am I serving? Like, right, right, right. What, what, why am I writing this? Well, because right. I have a great title, okay, <laughs> and it de- and, and it deserves respect and good music, you know.
0: Yeah, so it's almost like you put on the down payment on the on the on the work on the piece. Okay, yeah. and so uh, and and the way did you do assembly line or was it one tune at a time?
7: Uh, one song at a time. Yeah. Okay. And I would live. I would live inside that song until it was finished, and then I would move oh, that on. That would to the become next
0: one. the world, right? Okay, okay. Yeah. And uh, yeah, because maybe the assembly line they get a little too. Bobby uh, Marlon Blando, Bobby DeGenerio.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> maybe. <laughs> maybe, yeah. I found that too. You know, when you're young and you're, and you're trying to do the records, econo and stuff, they're almost like playing gigs in front of people. But when you got your own, that's it's not all bad new days because one of the things about having your own pad, right? You can keep coming back.
7: Yeah. Yeah. It was really great. It was a great experience for me. Um, my bass playing, uh, I've never been much of a bass player and I finally figured out what the fourth string is for. <laughs> so that was a, a major revelation for my music, actually.
0: <laughs> what kind of bass you got?
7: Um, a fender precision. Yeah, of course.
0: And, uh, it is. It, do you think four string guitar? Because you know, as I've gone down the road with this thing, I'm thinking more four piece, a uh, four string drum set.
7: <laughs> well, I have a four string guitar, a tenor guitar. Ah, okay. Uh, yeah, th- 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 someone those? gave me, and I'm, and I'm a big, um, a big tiny Grimes fan. Sure, sure. Why and not? he played a four, he played a four string guitar on yeah, all, all that stuff. Also, you know. uh,
0: Lou Barlow with his Sebado stuff, he did a four string. Piece. Oh, did he really? I didn't know to be that. Anti-J, I think. <laughs> 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 Look at this little tininess next to your bigness. Yeah. So, uh, no. Interesting. How long on the bass?
7: How long? Yeah. How long I've been playing it? Yeah. Oh, I started playing it back uh, when I was a teenager, but I never really. Sat with it and thought about it much. You know, I played I played bass like a guitar player.
0: <laughs> okay, okay, but you've learned now to work with it with the drum set, right?
7: Yeah, yeah, like the yeah. Kick now drum, the closest
0: I'll, note is a kick drum, right?
7: Yeah, yeah, and and I'm I um I know when to walk and when not to, you know, because um, you can really ruin a song when you start walking it. Big time, big it. time. It, it, it's Ask like to
0: any fusion song. <laughs> <laughs>
7: yeah. <laughs>
0: They're the worst. <laughs> I tell people they want to know bass. You know, it's not the guy with the most strings or most notes. Just go to YouTube.com and find every song with James Jamerson and listen to that.
7: For real, yeah.
0: Incredible guy played with one finger, and he came from the stand-up world.
7: Bottoms yeah, up. It show- Bottoms yeah, it shows. Yeah, it shows. It shows. He's he yeah one finger. Definitely play his approach was was like an upright guy. I Even when he's on electric,
0: are, yeah. Because all the other great session bass players from those days—they're guitar players looking for work. James Jamerson's a little different.
7: Yeah, you're right. Carol Kay, guitar right. player.
0: Right, right. And uh, Joe Osborne, great, right? But guitar guy. But they needed, right? No one wanted and to also, rock the bass. And then the thing about the stand-up—you couldn't really record him right with the rock and roll to come over the AM radio speaker.
7: Yeah, so they had to plug in. But that's yep. so
0: interesting that you'll you'll. What about keyboard? You do that stuff too?
7: I do. I'm um I'm, I'm I would never um, I would never allow someone to hire me to play for them. <laughs> that's <laughs> but what's a great can, thing r- about
0: the one man band.
7: <laughs> yeah, I can write a part and I can play it a, yeah. in a recording situation. But beyond that, I'm I'm not. Uh, I didn't grow up with a piano in the house. You know, sure. At which sure, I'm sure. really I'm really envious of anyone who grew up with a piano in the house because. Boy, that's... Uh, yeah, but that's I've, I've
0: had a lot of them on the show. and the, the, It's not so much the piano of the house, it's the piano teacher that comes to the house and beats your fucking knuckles for blowing clams. <laughs> Some cats wanted to quit music because of the experience. It's like, whoa. Where can people find you on the internet, Ben?
7: ben org.
0: People, B-E-N-V-A-U-G-N dot O-R-G.
7: Yes. Yes, yes. And what's next? Uh, Well, I just got back from Spain. I just got back from a tour of Spain, and I'm going to be going back there again. Um, My first album from 1986 is finally going to be uh, reissued after being out of print since 1986. So that's pretty exciting. And uh, writing new songs? Yeah, you you have newer stuff? Oh, yeah, yeah.
0: And it's going to be like... Uh, one man band mode?
7: No, I think I'm gonna. um <laughs> I was trying to think of something funny. Who, who could back me up that would make you laugh? And I couldn't think of anything. Sorry, <laughs> I was gonna say, you know, <laughs> I, I don't. Know. I, I really want to work with the Archies. You know, I, I just, oh. I, it's, a, it's been a dream of mine for a long time, and I'm kind of hoping we're gonna do a little collaboration. i think you know?
0: Carol Kay was on the base <laughs> on those.
7: She probably, Actually, yeah, having the Archies back you up would be like the best of the best, actually.
0: <laughs> You're right. Well, look, when you get this together, when you come back on the show?
7: I will, with the Archies. I'll bring them with me. With
0: the me. Archies, of course. We can do a conference call with the Skype.
7: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, Jughead. Jughead, line two. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Man, big honor to have you aboard. Keep on keeping on, Brother Ben.
7: I had a great time. Thanks. Okay,
0: people, it's been the July 6, 2022 edition Peter show. Keep your powder dry.